Blog Talk Radio. Uh, okay, so now I have you, Jeff Holman, on the phone. We will not be disconnected again due to my fumbling and mumbling around with buttons. How about that? Oh, I love it. Okay, Jeff. Let's just jump right in here. You are one of the principal actors on the highly anticipated new film, Being the Ricardos. Uh, oh, my goodness. The world has been waiting for this movie for so long. Of course, it's uh, about the, a portion of the, the lives of Desi Arnaz and the great Lucille Ball. Let's just find out where th- this couple has such a vast, successful career and lives, where does the film pick up on in their lives? Where does it start? So it starts with um, a, a, a table read on Monday, and this is basically the second year of the I Love Lucy show. And uh, like I said, it starts with a table read on Monday and goes to the film taping uh, or the show taping on Friday. And it deals with not only the uh, problems and, and intricacies of doing a television show with the cast and the crew and the revolving directors and, and all of that, but on top of that, as, uh, as Aaron Sorkin put it, they, Lucille Ball is pregnant at a time when you can't have pregnant women on television, and there are rumors about Desi's infidelity, and Lucy is accused of being a communist. So, wow. it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff thrown into that one week that they have to deal with all at once. So that's, that's the time that it picks it up. That is that is not your typical day at the office uh, scenarios for people's lives there at all. <laughs> right, right. Well, now tell us about your character, Roger Otter. Who, who is Roger, and how does he fit into all of this? So Roger Otter is an executive with the Phyllis Morris Cigarette Company, uh, and the they're the main sponsor of the ship now. And, you know, back then you could have cigarette companies sponsoring all kinds of things. And so I, being this, uh, the executive at Philip Morris, I direct Lucy and Desi as far as what they can and can't do with their show. And um, just how well that goes for me, you'll have to see the film just to find out. But as you can imagine, uh, with two strong personalities like that and two powerhouse producers like that uh they have their own ideas of how they're going to do their show and uh, it's it's just it, it i i am one of one of the many foils uh, that they have in the in the movie so well that's, sure. that's my role that's your role so do you like roger or what do you think of him i do you know as an actor you kind of have to like the roles that you're playing even the even the the ones who are maybe not so <laughs> viewed in the warmest regard. Uh, I, I like him because he he is he's trying to help Lucy and Desi you know, navigate the the uh, 
intricate world of television, he just has a specific idea of how that should be, and it doesn't quite jive with their ideas. So I don't think he's a bad guy. He just has a different view of the world than what they have. Well, of course, uh, as we all know, Nicole Kidman stars as Lucille Ball and Javier Bardem as Desi. Uh, was this your first time working with either one of them or both of them together or what? It was. It was. And, you know, I expected to be completely intimidated. <laughs> I mean, they are Oscar winners, you know. They've done an incredible amount of, of work. And all of that went right out the window as soon as I met them. They were down-to-earth, super nice, genuine, uh, just salt-of-the-earth type of people. I never felt like I was less than, equal to them, either as an actor or as a person. And that's, that's not always the case here in Hollywood. You know, some of the big stars are not all that nice. Um, I can't really name any, you know, uh, name any names, but trust me, I've worked with some who are not nearly as cool as these two. Uh, and these two are probably the biggest stars I've worked with. So it really says something about their personalities and just how grounded they are with themselves because they're both super, super cool. Well, we have definitely heard stories about the prima donnas and prima donnals out here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, we have. Well, now, of course, I know you're a good old all-American male, just like so many of us out here um, grew up in America. You couldn't help but look at uh, I Love Lucy and grew up watching the show, just loving the show. The show just never loses its appeal. So uh, were there anything about in your research about this project that you found out that kind of surprised you? Because I'm sure you watched the show just like all of us did growing up. You're absolutely correct. I loved the show growing up. Every day I'd come home from school and watch the I Love Lucy show. And I think that was when I started to think that comedy was really my my specialty. And, I, and, and that, I think, was spurned from the I Love Lucy show. Now, I did, I researched the show and uh, Lucille Ball herself, uh, as well as Desi Arnaz, and the cigarette company, Philip Morris. And what surprised me was that Lucy was a lifelong Chesterfield cigarette smoker. She actually started out in New York selling Chesterfields from the tray with the ribbon around the neck. Oh, yes. And she, uh, she had remained faithful to that cigarette. And there's actually a scene in the film where I'm pleading with her to please smoke one of the seven brands that Philip Morris makes, and uh, and she just refused to do so. And interesting side note: at the time, Chesterfield was not in the portfolio of Philip Morris, but since that time, they have acquired Chesterfield as well. Well, so that worked that, out quite. That well. was very surprising to me. That really did work out quite well. Um, yeah, it's kind of yes. hard to believe nowadays. I'm sure there are obviously plenty of actors and actresses who smoke away from the cameras, but it's just kind of, you know, hard to believe that at that era 
that they smoked back then. They were real people who smoked and drank and oh, yeah. <laughs> such as that. Oh, man. Yeah, there was a lot of cigarette smoke on the set. Oh. They had, well, they, you know, had Desi and, and um, they had, uh, sorry, Javier and Nicole smoking. Uh, and then Aaron Sorkin likes cigarette smoke on film. And so the the person was like, okay, uh, who wants to smoke cigarettes? You know, the prop person. And, and we were all kind of like looking at each other like, mm, mm. and a couple of people were like, okay, I used to smoke cigarettes. I, I guess I could smoke a cigarette in the scene. They're like, oh, okay, great. But then they wanted more cigarette smoke. So they actually put cigarettes on little turkey basters and then light them up, and then they, like, massage the turkey baster ball, and it would go, <laughs> and, like, throw all this extra cigarette smoke into the air. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so brutal. Like, at the end of, the, of filming those days in the office, it was, uh, my eyes were stinging <laughs> with all the cigarette smoke. It was, yeah, but it was, it, it was definitely a lot more around back then. For sure. Oh, well, I'll tell you, directors know how to get what they need. And uh, I just love these backstories about how you guys do what you do. It's so much fun to know the inside stuff. It's, it's really cool. So, okay, how much, you know, I, I know some of this is, I mean, these are real, obviously, real people, but the storyline and some of the, the incidents and scenes uh, in the film, did it actually that do not have to actually take place in uh, Desi and Lucy's lives, or what? Yes, these are all absolute true-to-life stories. The only uh, difference is that they didn't all happen in that one week. So okay. he took some incidences um, from more than just one week, and he compressed it into that one week so that they were dealing with more things that actually happened that week. Uh, that was a, a small bit of contention from what I understand with the uh, uh, Lucy Arnaz, uh, one of the executive producers. She's like, wait a second, but that didn't happen right after that. And he's like, no, but for, for dramatic purposes, we need to have it all like this. And she's like, okay, I get it. I get it. And, uh, and it, I think it really works well for the film to have all those stressors in there uh, at once. And it's just, it's just a minor um, historical director's license, if you will. But all of those things absolutely did happen. I was going to ask you about, and you beautifully explained it, uh, if the, uh, the children had uh, any say-so in this project, but Lucy, you just answered that. And uh, obviously, so the whole family was on board with, with the film. That's right. Yes, That's Lucy right. Arnaz and Desi Arnaz Jr. were both executive producers. And uh, I, I got to meet Lucy Arnaz on, on set. She um, she was watching one of the days that I was filming, and uh, she pulled me over, and she's like, oh, oh, Jeff, Jeff, come here, come here, come here. I have to tell you, you are so funny. You, we're loving all your reactions and all your, all your, the funny way you say your lines. It's so great. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm Jeff, by the way. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm Lucy Arnaz. She takes her mask off. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Wait a Hold on. Wait. Hold, time out. 
the daughter of Lucille Ball thinks I'm funny? Oh, okay. All right. I can die. I can die happy now. <laughs> oh, Jeff, what a compliment. Yeah, yeah, My goodness. Super nice. Oh, yeah. what a yeah, compliment. Yeah, I totally lucked out being on the stone for sure. So after, I'm working with Aaron. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. So yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. That's okay. So so okay, so so after the film wrapped and everything was said and done, did you have time to go back and look at some of the old episodes of I Love Lucy and just kinda of look at it in a whole different way or what? You know what? I haven't gone back and watched any of them uh since um, but I'm so intimately familiar with them. I have thought about them a lot, and yeah, I did. I think about them completely differently now that I've seen the behind the scenes and just how I think Aaron does a brilliant job of showing what a comedic genius Lucille Ball was. And now, and she wasn't just like you know good with physical comedy and stuff. Like it really shows how she thought through and thought up the comedy and created the, com- the, the, the comedic scenes. It was just uh, fantastic to see that visual, and I think he, he portrays it extremely well. Um, so now, knowing how she was so hard on every beat and every line, now I can go back and, and look at those and be like, okay, these really are masterpieces, every single episode. Mm-hmm. They really are. And that just shows you about good comedy. It never loses its value. When funny is funny, it stays funny. Forever. You're Mm -hmm. right. Absolutely. You can go back and look at these uh, 60 years later, and they're still hilarious. And she Mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah, she really, really is. Yeah, a lot of respect for her. Well, now, okay, now that that is all said and done, uh, let's talk about some of your other other work. Yellow Jackets, Showtime. Ooh, <laughs> wow, talk about intense. Really intense. Have I've, you seen that one? I've seen a lot of clips of it. They've sent me a lot of clips, and I was like, ooh, this is wild. Mm-hmm. This is different. Mm-hmm. So you go from... Lucy, I love Lucy to Yellow Jackets. Now, now, how do you how do you gear up for something like that for you? Well, I actually did the pilot for Yellow Jackets a couple of years ago in Los Angeles, and um, then shortly after that, the pan- pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, I wonder whatever happened to that show. I never heard anything. I guess you know Showtime didn't pick it up or whatever, and then. They called my agents this uh, this past summer after filming in the Ricardos, and I was just kind of like hanging out and waiting for the next thing to come along. And they uh, called my agent up. They're like, oh, hey, we're filming some more episodes up here in Vancouver. Can uh, your client come up here and do some more episodes? And we're like, woohoo, yeah. <laughs> so they flew me up there and uh, put me up in a nice hotel. And, and uh, I was actually the first actor to work on a show who didn't have to quarantine for two weeks because Canada changed their quarantine rules right before I went up to work on the show. So I was the first person who only had to quarantine for five days. Um, Actually, I didn't even have to quarantine. I just kind of, they had to get me there like five days early to make sure that everything was okay, but I didn't actually have to quarantine or anything. So 
I just got five days in Vancouver on, like, their dime, because, of course, they give me, like, the per diem and stuff, you know, so just, like, hanging out, having a great time, and then to go and film a, film a, a scene, and, and then go home the next day, yeah. and, and that happened, uh, happened twice, and the cool thing is that, that every time they brought me back, my part was, like, twice as big as the last time, so, like, in the pilot, I only had two lines, and then in the first episode that they brought me back, episode six, they... I had like six lines, and then when they brought me back for episode ten, I had like twelve lines. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" So um, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Though I love love that show, and I love the the people who work on it. And you get to teach you too. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio. With your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.